Hello, hello. This is Ayush again. Welcome back. And we are here with another story. So today, we are going to travel to the exciting continent of Africa. East Africa, to be precise. We are going to go to a country called Malawi. Malawi is nestled between Zambia, Mozambique and Tanzania. It's often called the warm heart of Africa. And that's because of the beauty and warmth of the people who live there. They are incredible. And back in 2014, I was working with a non-profit and we were doing a couple of projects there. So I had the good fortune of visiting. And, you know, as soon as you land there, the first thing which I noticed there was, unfortunately, the deforestation. So there were lots of tree stumps. As far as I could see, I could see the stumps of trees which have been uh, cut off all around the airport. And uh, the, the unfortunate reality is that um, Malawi is one of the poorest countries in the world and they still relied on charcoal for their day-to-day -day fuel. And uh, that reality hits you even as quickly as you land into the place. But then again, uh, you know, as you start moving and interacting with the people there, uh, you do start to feel more hopeful and understand their resilience as well. So here we were in Malawi and we were going out and about uh, to the different villages there, uh, going into the countryside. And we had a Toyota Hilux with us and uh, it had a huge trunk. So what I would inevitably do is I would go out and sit in the trunk as the car would go on the roads in the countryside. And it was quite magical just looking up at the vast uh, blue sky and you see the green fields of uh, the farmers there. You wave to people. Uh, a lot of fun. And I remember there was a time when we were on the road and the driver just stopped the car and he said, uh, do you want to experience something interesting? And I said, okay, with a little bit of trepidation. And he said, why don't you walk a little bit to that side? And I'll, when I say stop, you stop. So I said, okay. And I started walking and I was into a field when I started thinking, what is this all about? When he said, now you stop. So he said, right now, your right foot is in Mozambique and your left one is in Malawi. So that was a fun experience I had there as well. And often when we were on the road, meals would not be in a proper restaurant. Uh, we would be in the field somewhere in the countryside. So uh, whichever place we could find, any small place which would sell some food, we'd end up there. For me, it uh, became a little tricky because I am a vegetarian. And every time I would enter, uh, enter the place, uh, I would ask, do you have anything vegetarian? And their reply would be, yes, fried potatoes. So day one, fried potatoes. Day two, all meals, fried potatoes. And by the third day, I was just sick of fried potatoes. I just didn't want to have them anymore. Uh, but you know, you just have to cope in these kind of situations. And I was still very grateful for where I was and the kind of work I, was, uh, I had the opportunity to do. Um, so there we were. And one of the afternoons, we were visiting a place called Makwera. It's a village in Dedza district. Dedza has uh, a beautiful plateau and it's known for its Muzuzu coffee. Uh, if you ever have a chance to try it, please do. It's quite incredible, that coffee. So um, that afternoon, we were in Makwera village and my role was to interview the farmers there, understand what their living situation is like, understand their views about the project. So here I was, um, I was standing under a big tree and around me were about 20 to 30 farmers in a semicircle. 
And I had a translator with me who would relay questions back to them in Chechewa, which is the local language. So um, I was reaching towards the end of my questionnaire, which was around food security. Just some context here. Basically, Malawi has a very short period in which it receives rainfall. So it is only in that period that the farmers can do any harvesting. For the rest of the year, it's dry season and they really struggle uh, with the food. Um, so my questions were around how are they managing in this dry season? How are they coping with their food situation at home? And I asked the translator to relay those questions. And they replied back something. And the translator paused. He didn't relay the answer back to me. And I said, you know, what happened? What was their answer? And he paused a bit more. And he said, uh, they are not able to manage. And I said, what do you mean? He said, they are starving. They don't have enough food at home. You read instances about these situations in books that there are parts of the world where there is a food shortage, where people don't have enough food to eat. But when you have someone in front of you sitting there and just telling you that they don't have enough food, that they are starving. It was quite unnerving to, to face them. And I didn't know what to do, but just continue on asking more questions. And they told us how they leave their elderly in their house so that they can rest. Some of them go into the forest to forage for whatever they can manage. And some of them can come to the project site where they help with the project. And as they were telling this to us, you would think that they would be sad or they would be depressed. But there was defiance in their voice. They were telling things matter-of-factly and quite strongly. And I'll always remember this, that they told us we are coming to the project site because we believe that doing this work, helping you build wells, which can help us get water in the dry season, will make sure that our future generations will not be in the situation as we are. And they were hopeful that in the next few years, they will start becoming food sufficient. Um, so I ended the conversation there and in the evening... I came back to my, my rest house, just pondering about everything. And the next few days went by the same way where I would go in the countryside, visit villages, talk to farmers, and of course, on the road, get meals. But this time, I didn't complain about fried potatoes. So, that's the story for today. I hope um, it gives you something to ponder about. I hope you enjoyed the story. If you have any questions around what's life in Malawi like, what is it like to work in a non-profit, please do reach out. If you have any stories of your own around the region or similar, please do reach out as well. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.